Well, well, well. Welcome back. This is going to be part two of the end of the year podcast. Um, movie shits. I kind of, kind of forgot the name of it already. But hey, who the fuck am I here to judge? <laughs> Doesn't matter. So I've already covered up pretty much um, every single film and in, 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 in my favorite film of each month and my A24 films of of um of this year so now this one this is part two this is going to be the last one of the year um i would talk about my top 10 best movies plus honorable mentions also my top 10 worst of this year and um yeah yeah and i think uh that'll pretty much wrap it up for for uh this podcast this year. So, um, off the bat, if you haven't heard the first part, um, if you want to check it out, go ahead. I, I'm not going to force you. You know, I mean, if you want to skip the tutorial, go for. I mean, go for. It. I ain't going to stop you. But, um, anywho, so I'm going to go to ten by one, ten through one, um, for my top. 10 uh best movies of the year all right and i'll like also explain why they're my favorite of this year and also honorable mentions i'll have like a brief ex- explanation why they're not on the list um and also top 10 worst um but okay i got actually i got stuff to do today and i actually didn't notice that until i realized how time it is but okay so top 10 Favorite movie of the year, The Fablemans. The Fablemans is a very personal film to me personally because as a filmmaker, I I'm still struggling, you know, to know like some of some of the stuff in the industry. Like I'm I'm still struggling, you know, to to learn to share. And that was one thing about the Deadpool project that I, I was really stubborn about. It was like I wanted to do everything. I, I wanted to make sure everything was like the way I wanted, but then it turned out that I lost faith into my own project because I did so, so much and it was just like, it, it felt so unfair. So, um, crazy shit. But anyway, The Fablemans, such a great movie. This is, this was, this was the first movie to make me cry this year. I, I don't, I don't cry. I don't tear up, whatever, but this one right here, nigga, this shit right here, this shit made me emotional because I can relate to the main character, which who I forgot. And yes, this movie was based off of Steven Spielberg's life. Um, again, this movie is just an amazing film. It's it's like Steven Spielberg. He's just like, wow. I, 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 I never realized how great of a filmmaker he is until this year. And the reason why I said that, because I, I don't watch, you know, a lot of Steven Spielberg movies. Granted, in my personal opinion, a lot of people gonna hate me for this, but I thought Jaws was a bit overrated. I, I saw Jaws this year. Um, we had it in 3D. And I was like, uh, eh, it's a bit overrated. It's whatever. But um, but anyway, the Fable Man's beautiful movie. So so emotional. So so good. It makes me wanna. It makes me wanna go back out and and, and film just something you know, especially you know in the 50s and 60s or whatever. You know, it's like, man, look at that camera. That camera is just so awesome. I mean, all this stuff, you know, 
a lot of the films, um, I think, I, th I think it was all the films he made were silent, were silent films, but he added like music and stuff like that. And he had like this really smart techniques and shit in his films. And I'm like, whoa, that's, that kind of reminds me of me a little bit, minus the, you know, quiet, uh, films. But of course, like back then they didn't really, you know, depending on the camera you got, um, but yeah, such a beautiful movie. I really do recommend everyone to watch this movie, especially the aspiring filmmakers. I mean, even if you're not an aspiring filmmaker, I think this is a great film. Um, so number nine, The Whale. The Whale is amazing. I absolutely love this film. Now, this one was actually really close to being number 10. But again... I just love the it's the performance in this film that just really really stands out. It there are some points where this will make you laugh. This will you know it'll make you cry. I think this movie almost damn near got me teared up, but I didn't. I held back my punches and I didn't cry like a little bitch. <laughs> so yeah, Brandon Fraser arguably this is his 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 best um, acting film I, i'm not saying this is his best film but i'm saying this is his best performance he's ever given to us and especially for a comeback this was fantastic i love uh, uh the the soft music i love the characters everyone everyone is is ha, has like a story to tell and i love it and everyone has that story and it, and it all makes sense and it all connects um it, it's great it's it's just so great. It's heartbreaking. I mean, dude, Brandon Fraser again. I can't stress it enough. He, he man, he honestly need an Oscar for this role. The way his, I, I know that's not his body because I'm not a dumbass. Uh, I've seen like comments like, "Oh my God, look at Brandon Fraser. What the hell happened to him? Oh my God, that's so mean. They call the movie The Whale by the way he looked. No." No, first of all, the film is based off a play about a 600 plus pound man who's trying to uh, uh, trying to spend time with his daughter. You know, the time that he missed for, for just because, you know, he, he was a, a gay man. He wanted to move on and he left his family. Now, granted, yes, there are some points in the film. You're like, oh, well, I guess I guess they do got a point where, you know, Charlie was in the wrong, et cetera you know, for leaving his family. And that's kind of bad. I mean, leaving your family, it sucks for, especially for a guy. I mean, that's one hell of a fucking um, explanation to someone. You're like, oh, what happened to your husband? Oh, well, he's gay. <laughs> and haven't seen him in eight years. Um, everyone has a, has a point. And you understand everyone's side of things. Like, you understand why like Charlie, like he, you know, he wanted to, he wanted to move on. And, but he also moved on in, the wrong way like he just left them but he still paid child support and still tried to you know pay for certain stuff trying to send the money but you know the mom don't want his daughter to see him and that's all he ever wanted was to see her and he and whenever he calls her he's like that's all he want to talk to or talk about he's he's it's like he's just trying to just be better you know his last final moments being alive great film Number eight, Pearl, lovely film, so saturated. Mia Goff, this is her best performance. I, I can't stress it enough. She is so talented and, and no one don't really appreciate that enough. She is like the absolute. I, okay, I get it. I get it. 
Jamie Ortega, yeah, Scream Queen, whatever. But man, after after X and then knowing that she's you know she's in Pearl, and there's this other movie next year called Infinity Pools, and she, and she got Maxine next year. Holy shit, I forgot about that. I'm like, honestly, I want to give her the Scream Queen, you know, award because she was amazing. Um, Pearl, my God, this one was so good. I, I think I watched this like three times, I think. And, um, you understand her character. She just, all she ever wanted to do was to become a star. She wants to become a somebody. She don't be stuck in the damn house helping her mom and dad you know honestly and i could slightly relate to that because i personally don't want to be stuck in a house helping people when i could be out there showing my talent and you know move on and you know do something better for my life you know and, you know, i i, I kind of understand her you know but then she took things uh <laughs> she just can't take no for an answer that's all and like i said mia goss performance fantastic that dialogue that lasted like six to eight minutes a pure like dialogue. <laughs> God, I was that was really impressive. I would say that's the most impressive scene of the year. Due to the fact that the camera didn't clip off, excuse me, didn't, you know, go to the, you know, show the other character or whatever. It literally stayed on Mia Goss' face as she said this dialogue. She just I mean, this was this was impressive. I, I don't know how to do that. I've read the dialogue. Thank you, Ethan, if you're hearing. I've read the dialogue. And I'm like, how the fuck is she remember that? And then act on top of that. Like, it was so much. I would be sitting there like, uh, then I used to love me. I just want to be a star. <laughs> you know, I was thinking, I'm just looking dumb. I will, I will look dumb. And that's true. I will look dumb as fuck. <laughs> Mia Goff, she did her shit. People didn't come out to see this movie. Whatever. This movie was was worth the watch. I mean, it's 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 amazing. At number seven, X, which is a sequel to Pearl. Pearl is as your prequel, but let's do a chronological timeline, and technically X is a sequel. Again, amazing performances. I love the story. I love the cinematography. I loved everything. I loved the kills in this film. Uh, it was great. I I I prefer X over Pearl. It's 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 a little it's a little bit more fun. It's a little bit more to tell. Um, you know, it's 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 just a lot. I love it, and it's it's a it's, and it's a good a lot if that makes sense. X, yes, it may be like you know a sex, murder, horror, whatever you want to fucking call it, but dude. Fuck that, man. It's it's just the story itself, the acting, like I said, everything else, it's amazing. I love X. I love it. The makeup. I mean, at certain points, I didn't, I, like, I knew at a certain point in the middle of the film, I was like, hold on. That grandma looks a little weird. She looks, she looks fake, but I can't tell. But at certain points, I'm like. They kind of foreshadowing that Maxine and Pearl were the same, kinda. And I'm like, this is an A24 move, so I wouldn't be surprised if they all of a sudden just said, yeah, yeah, that's uh, 
Yeah, that's Maxine. Older, but in another, I don't know, something weird. And it was the same actress, Mia Goth, you know, but she's playing these two different characters, and which is impressive. Like the old guy, her husband, uh, I thought that was just an actor until the end of the movie, before he fucking died. I looked at him and I'm like, hold on. He looks fake too. Like, I don't know why it took me a long time to realize that he looked fake as well. He looked a little, you know, you could tell there's makeup on on a young person's body. But really, it was just like a 50-year-old guy playing like an 80, 90-year, 80-year-old, you know, fuckhead. Love it. I love the film. Number six, Terrifier 2. Where do I start with this? You can, no one can never make films like these guys who made this film. You will never get nothing like Terrifier 2. We will never get films like this, unless it's like that Grinch movie and that Winnie the Pooh movie, which I'm, I'm assuming this will be pretty much the same type beat, you know, very heavy gore and disturbing, you know, I'm pretty sure. Um, dude, they don't make movies like this anymore. And this is why I love Terrifier 2, because they don't make stuff like this no more. They shy away from the camera. They do all that in other movies. But this movie, they do not shy away from it. They give us the real deal. This is a perfect slasher film. The first movie was good, but this one is better. This one's longer. This one is bloodier. This one's more gruesomer. If gruesomer is even a fucking word, it's more weirder. It's fun. I love slasher films because they're fun and it gives you that 80s retro feel and that's what i love for i crave for shit like that some of my films i'm planning on including ribcage are inspired like 80 themes if you if you haven't watched um ribcage yet you'll see like the even the music i made even the font some of the filters are uh inspired by 80s um cinema and Terrifier 2 is a definition of 80s cinema. I love it. The prosthetics, amazing. I was trying to sit there and think like, okay, which one is CGI? Like, I, I can't tell what's CGI. But no, it's literally pretty much fully pr uh, prosthetics. And that's so fucking awesome. Because, like I said, niggas don't use prosthetics like that. Unless it's like makeup, but man, this is beautiful. Terrifier 2 is amazing. Terrifier 2, I, I can't stress enough. Even the story was a bit better. And it, yeah, I ain't gonna lie. Terrifier 2 was was kind of sad at the same time. It, it was very emotional. It's a certain point in, at, the, at the end of the film, if you, if you watched already, you know what I'm talking about. There's a scene in the garage. This person dies and you're like, oh man. This character was, you know, was trying to do their best. And man, it, it, this movie is just so good. It gives you everything you can think of. Number five, Top Gun Maverick. This one surprised me because I never thought that a sequel from like a 30 or 40 year old movie that came out years ago was going to be this damn good. And this is better than, than the original. Tom Cruise is a crazy son of a bitch. I will tell you that. Everyone is a crazy son of a bitch. I could never fly F-15 or F-16 or whatever. I, I, I couldn't do that. The cinematography was really good in this movie. 
so good especially in the beginning of the film when tom is like in this super jet or some shit and some angles was like oh man that's beautiful and you know just just seeing that shit was just awesome and then the story oh my god this is probably one of the best stories of the year hands down this is probably the best story probably but man this is great this film I don't care for planes and trains and snakes and shit on a plane, but Top Gun has literally everything you can, you can think of as well. You know, it, you know, it has its comedic moments. It has its you know sad moments. It has its really awesome moments. It has moments where you want to just like, okay, I want to punch this character in the face. You have you know characters, you know, very good and and. Uh, develop good developed characters because that's what they did they introduced some characters we're like who the fuck is this nigga like who the fuck is that like and they explain you know and then you start to get you understand like these characters like oh yeah okay so he or she is the bad guy this and that is that you know you get it and then of course uh the ogs from the first movie you know make a you know appearance in in, in the second film and it's amazing. It's amazing to just to see that. Um, again, I think this is a very, very well done film. This is a fantastic film. This is a perfect film. I, I will consider this to be a perfect film. For it to be about planes and shit, this is really good. This this one shocked me. Um, okay. Number four. Avatar, Way of Water. This one was also a pretty good sequel too. I I must admit. The first one was was good. But this one was slightly better. Just slightly better. Due to the fact it dealt more with family and family problems and realistic realistically family problems, you know, you know, you got hard-headed kids, kids want to do this, kids want to do that, you know, whatever. But it's it's a beautiful film that's being told um, by the Avatar folks. I can't think of their name, but I, whatever. It's it's a beautiful film. the The CGI, that's that's the money. That's the money mark right there. The CG fucking eye. That's the best CGI. Oh man, that's the best CGI since I will say Endgame. I want to say Endgame was they had pretty good CGI, but Avatar Way War had even better CGI. But still, but still, I'm just saying the best CGI that I feel like I, I you know watching the film, I'm like, oh wow, that looks wow, that looks good. Um, Avatar is the best. It has the best CGI ever. Like, dude, it is it is enhanced and and involved throughout the years. It's ten year wait. 10 plus year wait. I think it's 12 actually. It's beautiful. This this is great. Yes, it's 3 hours long, but it never got me bored. That was one thing I was scared of. It, I was scared that it was going, you know, it was going to make me bored. <laughs> I don't want that. You know, I always hated that. It's like, oh, I've always been scared of watching 3-hour movies because I'm like, what if I get bored? I don't want to get bored because I want this film to be pretty fun. And this film like I said, again, like the other films I said before it, this is a roller coaster. This film, 
you know, you have your comedic moments, you have your very sad moments, and you have some joyful moments, and you know, all that. And the characters you love as well. I I love every even the, even the bad guy, uh, Stephen Lang's character. I loved his character as a, I loved him as an avatar. You know, it, I loved I liked him better as an avatar than a human. This was great. This is great. And James Cameron, you son of a bitch. This is good. It's something about you and water. Something about you and water and sunken down ships and shit. There's something about you in that. I think you have like some type of kink. I'm not saying that's bad or anything. I'm just saying you do you. But damn, dude, you're you're awesome. You're a great storyteller. I mean, this is the story was great too. Like I I really love this movie. This this one has a special place somewhere in my heart. Um Yeah, this is this is great. This was this was a great uh sequel. And uh, I I'm gonna learn how to make greater sequels. I'm still learning, you know, I ain't saying, you know, I'm the best out there. But, you know. Excuse me. Damn, I yawned. Okay, now, here's my top three. My top three films of this year. Starting with number three, The Batman. This is pure cinema in a very realistic and comic book fashion. This is hands down better than the Dark Knight. And that's my opinion. Arguably, I think this is probably the best Batman of all time. Batman movie. <laughs> Let me say that. Batman movie. This is probably the best Batman movie ever. Well, I would say so far. Uh, I just I might have to just rewatch every Batman movie except for like the George Clooney one. But but besides the point, this this movie. Oh man, where do I start? The soundtrack. I heard it lost at um at the awards for you know soundtrack, but honestly, no, that is that's not right. That it, it has to be rigged. The Batman theme song or the soundtrack. I ain't gonna say theme song. Well, I mean, yeah, theme song's fire, but the theme, the, the soundtrack. I mean, the soundtrack is so beautiful and it's badass at the same time. And I believe that's probably on one of my most repeated soundtracks of all time, besides the the Man of Steel soundtrack. I don't even listen to soundtracks like that, but the Batman, dude, the Batman's whole soundtrack is just amazing. I love it. I love it. But anyways, besides the soundtrack, the cinematography, oh my God, Matt Reeves, dude, beautiful color palette. I mean, dude. Like you're just showing your ass right now. This is great. The 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 the, the colors and oh, it's it's beautiful. The fighting uh, choreography. It, like yo, I, I I don't know what else to say about the Batman. The Batman is, just, is, is the shit. And for those who didn't like it, well, y'all can go fucking kill yourself. And that's just respectfully me saying that. You guys saying, oh, Jim Gordon ain't supposed to be black, etc. I'm like, so, so that matters now? Question mark. Well, that's their problem. That's the shit I don't like. I, I, I hate when people say shit like that, you know. Like I said, certain characters, I can accept them being, you know, race swap or whatever. But if you... <laughs> 
I, I, and I'll also understand, and trust me, I'll be on the same train if this ever happened. If they made, uh, like a black Bruce Wayne, like, nigga, don't do that because Bruce Wayne is not black. He is Caucasian. And if you want a black Superman, you get yourself, uh, uh, Luke Fox or whatever the fuck his name is. I, I can't think of his name. I think he's like Nightbird or Nightwing or Wing Knight. Whatever the fuck his name is. Get him. Or that whole, or, or that whole shit with Warner Brothers. It was like, yeah, we're going to make a black Clark Kent. No, no, no. Not Valzad. Black Clark Kent. Like, don't, don't, don't do that. Please, please don't. I, I don't want to seem racist. Don't, don't do that. I understand. They, they want to, they want to have more popular black characters, but don't. Don't do that. That's like putting like a white man in a Black Panther suit and calling him T'Challa. Don't, don't, don't do that. <sighs> Anywho, the villain, the Riddler, uh, dude, love him, love him. Paul Nano, uh, he he did his shit. He did his shit. Uh, everyone did their shit. Pattinson, he did his shit. Zoe Kravitz, she did her shit. I just hate that Andy Serkis didn't get enough screen time, cause I I want to like his Alfred, but I he just he's just there. That's like my only bad. That's like my only downfall. Was just like he the nigga was just there, and then nigga was just gone. And it's like oh well fuck that's okay. I I want to like his Alfred, but hopefully in Batman, you know part two. Hopefully you know we we'll get more of him and. And hopefully I can like him even more, you know. I think Andy Serkis could, you know, do Alfred, you know, justice. Jeremy Irons is probably my favorite Alfred. That or Michael Caine. I think Michael Caine, maybe. You know, whatever. This is not about Alfred. This is about the Batman. And you get to see the most detective part of the Batman. You you, you see the struggles he go through. Um, him, him being in his second year as the Batman. And that's a lot of people don't realize. This is his second fucking year being a Batman. Of course he's not perfect. Of course he's not gonna have the 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 right Batmobile. Of course, you know, he has probably one of the best suits I've ever seen for Batman. it's definitely grown on me. Um you know he's he's not gonna look the best. Everything's not the best because it's his second year. You can't tell a toddler to run as soon as it was born. The nigga gotta learn how to crawl and then gotta learn how to walk and then learn how to run. You know? And then jump. And whatever, skip, hop, holler, whatever. You can't just skip the tutorial and just run. No, I, I get it. I get it. A lot of people are like, yeah, we understand Batman, yada yada yada. But have you understand Batman struggles when his early years as the Batman? If you watch a Batman movie, let's say, okay, I think Batman Begins. <clears throat> I pers- I I really cannot remember a scene where he like fucked up. As much as Robert Pattinson, and that's okay, and that's okay. I like seeing Batman, you know, struggle because you know that he's human. He's he's human. He's new to this, and he, you know, he's you know he he's not perfect yet. He's not like the perfect Batman yet. He's not the older Batman like Ben Affleck or Christian Bale in his you know last two movies, or or Michael Keaton in his you know first Batman movies. You know, he's not perfect. And that's what I love about this Batman. He is not perfect. But when it comes to his detective skills, when it comes to his mind, 
he's a goat. He's a better detective than, like I said, with uh, uh, Christian Bale. And that's just facts. That's facts. So, I'm going to shift off to number two. Nope. Nope. Hands down. Dude, if you if you heard my first part, I said the first time I watched it, I was confused. I didn't really understood it. I, I thought it was all right. But the last three times, and before I even watched it three more times after that first one, it made me think, after the first viewing of Nope, it made me think. I had to. I, I was sitting in my room. I was thinking about this film, and I was. I was just just thinking really hard. Like, what was going on? You know, what was the the purpose? What was the reason of, of certain stuff? Like with Gordy, a great example, especially with Gordy. And I watched it the second time. Loved it, loved it the second time. And I understood some stuff. I watched a few videos, you know, to kind of, you know, keep my mind up to date of like exactly what's going on with the details and shit. And now after watching certain videos and watching the film like twice, I watched it a third time and I was just like, whoa, I can't believe this was that simple of a detail. It's the details in this film that are just mind-blowing, dude. Oh, man. The soundtrack, the sound, the cinematography. It's a Christopher Nolan, uh, the cinematographer. Um, the characters. I love the characters. I love OJ. I love Emerald. I love uh, uh, Stephen Young's character. I loved all uh, all of them. The, 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 the angel, the, the guy, you know. IT guy. They were so good. So good. And nope, it may not be exactly what I expected to be the first time I watched it. But like I said, the more I watched the movie, the more I understood and the more I really enjoyed the damn film. Um again, it's unique. It has a different story to it. It is very unique. It's it's original. I never thought that the UFO is the alien. I would never think of that in a way, kind of. I probably would, but maybe, you know, whatever. But just knowing the fact that this UFO-looking alien is an alien. <laughs> I'm thinking like, oh, there has to be like those little alien dudes in inside of there. Or somehow. Well, of course, those little alien three dudes are were false. You got to watch the movie. It's fantastic. Um, Yeah, nope. Jordan Peele, I, I have to say, this this is probably my favorite film from him. This and Get Out. Get Out is super, super, super close. And I mean that for the bottom. But something about nope is... Something about Nope. I really just. Oh, God, Nope. I, I can't stress it enough. Sorry, I'm stretching. I just can't stress it enough. Um, so I'm going to leave it at that. And before I go to my number one, I'll go to my honorable mentions. Um, 
I'm starting off with Adam Project. Fantastic film, uh, father and son type film. Uh, great future movie. Doctor Strange's Multiverse of Madness. Like I said, it's a fun film. It's not the best. I don't think it was the worst. Elvis, fantastic film. Editing was a bit weird, but hey, whatever flows your boat. Ambulance. Everyone slept on this movie. Jake Gyllenhaal did his shit. This was amazing. Yaya, uh, uh, Yaya, uh, yeah, that nigga. He did his shit too. This was this was a great film by Michael Bay. I really loved the drone shots and uh, and and the action and the thriller and the suspense and the story. The story was really good for Ambulance. This was this was a sleeper. Prey uh, about the the predator. This this was great too. This was a fantastic. Uh, uh, predator movie I, I i wouldn't think that hey a native american themed uh predator movie would you know i i, I knew it was gonna be good but I, I was not expecting this to be awesome this was awesome it was badass loved it bullet train fantastic film from uh david leach leach like leach i think david leach yeah david leach same guy who did deadpool 2 Fantastic. So many cameos. Well, it was only like three cameos. Um, fantastic films. Action is funny. It's, it's a mystery. It's like, it's great. It's, you, it's suspense. You're like, yo, my God, what's going on? It's funny. It's great. It's brutal. I love it. It's, it's amazing. Black Adam. I love Black Adam. I don't know why people hated it. I actually loved it. I You heard my reviews on it, I hope. And you should understand why I actually enjoyed Black Adam. That was really good. The menu. So good. Really good. I don't know if people are sleeping on her or not, but this movie is is fantastic. It's a beautifully told story. You know, the food is great. They cook. It's, it's, it's everything's amazing. But I mean, dude, I mean, there's nothing in that movie that I didn't like. It was really good. Um, sorry. Um, it it was good. It was really good. Um, and my last. Runner-up will be Babylon. Babylon is overhated. It is overrated. I mean, yeah, overhated. I mean, I'm sorry. So, yeah, it, it, it's it's a little overhated. That's that's all. Honestly, I had someone text me yesterday last night. It's like, yeah, Babylon was shit. I was like, oh. Uh, why? I, I, I didn't understand it. This is one of those films that critics bombed the fuck out of. But I turned out to really enjoy it. Like, totally the opposite. This one was great. This was a great movie. So, I recommend... At least give it a try. I'm not saying you should like it. I'm just saying that it it shouldn't be shitted on as much as it should, personally. I mean, whatever. I'm not saying it's perfect. It's, it's a perfect film. But I'm saying it's a pretty good damn film. For people to be shitting on it. And alright. Top 10 best movies. Of this year. Of number one. And I, I'm pretty sure you know. Exactly what film it is. It is everything everywhere all at once. Love this film. I didn't know about this film. Until like a week. Before it came out. Because I never cared for it. I was like okay yeah. A24 yay. Cool. That was like the one reason why I watched the trailer and everything. And then when I watched the trailer and I'm like, oh, this seems interesting. 
And I, love, and I love the concept of the multiverse. And I'm like, okay, multiverse, A24 equals a must watch. And that's what did it for me. It's a must watch. If only we could recognize for those uh, who combat us in life, do so out of hidden pain and fight them with kindness. If only we can accept the kids for who they are. And stay supportive for the things from their heart instead of trying to mold them. If only we could content with the life we have and, and, and set aside the idea of countless other lives we may have led for them or thought for them. Had we made different decisions along their way? And that was the, that was the point. That was the point. It's, this story was like... It's like... Everything in this film is so beautifully told. It is, I'm jealous the fact that this movie is a beautifully written movie. It is a beautiful film itself. And it shows that it's profoundly deep generally moving, utterly hilarious, highly imaginative and a visual feast, yo. And I haven't laughed and cried this much <laughs> in a film. It was it was so cool. It cried as in the crying of laughter at, at one point. This 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 was indeed everything everywhere all at once. Literally, this is this is everything, everywhere, all at once. And if you take drugs for the first time and imagine Jackie Chan was a female Doctor Strange in another universe, this would be it. And again, the synopsis is basically an Asian woman trying to do her taxes. <laughs> um, that's basically it. <laughs> basically, the basic synopsis. This film is so crazy. It is it is like the best acid, acid trip experience that anyone can enjoy. It's just limitless. It's just it's like it's just an imaginary film that makes you feel like you had a you, you just swallowed a bottle of, of pills and dopes and drugs and other substances that may simply affect your consciousness and memories. And this movie delivers that. My God, imagine if Doctor Strange, Limitless, The Matrix, Rick and Morty, Star Wars, Ratatouille, and Manchester by the Sea combined to become a film. Everything Everywhere All at Once is is the one is is, is the one and only. And for those who, who must be wondering why I say Ratatouille and The Matrix together, um the question should be the reason you should go support this film. It Produced by A24, an independent film company that, you know, niggas may like may know or may not know. It, it can't be either or. This, yo, I I have to clap my hands for A24. This is this is nothing. This there's no film like this. Well, I mean there is, but it's not like this. This is I can't go wrong with this movie. I can't go wrong. I, I, uh, wow, I, it's, wow, I don't.
Such a strong storyline. Amazing parallel universe, man. This is this is a new bar for sci-fi. I like I said, this I don't man. Oh god, the action too. The action scenes are cool, man. I just love how thrilling strange the film is for you know for, for quite some time. And then you begin to make sense of it, and it is, and it keeps you experimentally peeling more and more layers on it. it. Does so fast and so fast paced of, you know, 139 minutes in, in a way where you never, you know, actually feel this, you know, feel so a part of of a character's life. It's so personal. It, it feels like it, it, it's it's just believe in the hype. Go in knowing as little as possible. See this movie. This is exactly what I did. And wow, this is exactly what the fuck I did. And I never regret it. And this and, and the title is so accurate. Everything, everywhere, all at once. That's it. I just want you to watch it. I want you to learn it. I want you to understand it. I want you to just watch it and watch it. Matter of fact, I don't even want you to watch it by yourself. I want you to watch it with your family. In some ways, it's pretty much a family movie, um, basically. Um, it's, it's sweet. Uh, Jamie Lee Curtis, I love you. Uh, she's my grandmother. But anyways, that's my top 10 best. Um, actually, my time is actually running a little bit short here. So I'm going to have to speed run through my top 10 was. So I'm starting with 10. Smile. Eh, it is all right. Men. You already know how I feel about that. Honestly, I actually meant to switch that. So men is actually 10. Smile is 9. Amsterdam, number 8. It, all the stars in there. A lot of shot on Babylon, but they also shot on uh, Amsterdam. And Amsterdam, it, uh, it was... Um, uh, Amsterdam was okay. Um, It needed help. Uh, devotion. Honestly, I also I need to switch that too. Devotion. Devotion should have been number eight. No, actually, no. Never mind. No, I got it right. No, devotion is shit. I know why I didn't like it. I was just bored. I was just bored watching. I was just really, really bored. I was just like, okay, yeah, it's just your stereotypical, you know, black pilot, you know, just trying to learn how to do airplane. Cool. But it was just boring, man. It was boring. Bones and all. I got bored of Bones and all as well. I, I just, maybe I was expecting a bit much. I, it just, it wasn't, I don't know. It wasn't It wasn't as appealing as I expected. Um. Anyways, number five, Jurassic World Dominion. Boring. Dude, boring. 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 Plus the story. Where the fuck the story even start? Like it, they, 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 it's just messy. It's sloppy. Like, cool. The OGs came back. That was like the best part about the fucking film. That and uh, uh, Bryce uh, Dallas, uh, whatever her damn in, damn name is. She was amazing. But everything, everything, everybody else is just like, oh, like uh, whatever. Number four, bodies, bodies, bodies. Again, the only reason why that's that's like not my favorite. Or not even on my honorables. That's just I, at the end of the day, it's just the only thing that ruined it for me for it, the only thing that ruined it for me personally was the fact that it was produced by A twenty four. 
and distribute by A24. It just did not feel it it needed to be like a neon movie or something or 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 some other fucking company. But A24 knew better than this. Like it just like it, it, I don't know. I, maybe I was expecting too much from this movie because of the company. Number three, Throw Love and Thunder. Y'all already fucking know. I'm already disappointed with this shit. Marvel has been a shit show for this past phase. Thank God we're out of phase four. Start off the New Year's, February. Ant-Man, hopefully that shit's good. I, I really do hope. But lately, I've been keeping my shit very, very low. Black Panther was slightly disappointing, but it wasn't as disappointing as Thor because I wanted to just, like, punch Taika in it. Oh, my God. I was... The fact is... I, I had hype for this movie because I love Ragnarok. And I'm like, oh, my God, yo, this is the best Thor movie I've watched. I can't wait for the second one. It could be even better. And, oh, my God, was I wrong? Was I wrong? Oh, I was wrong as hell. <clears throat> so disappointing. The way they just butchered gore. You see what I did there? The way they butchered gore. God, damn. They butchered him. But yet, Christian Bell did his shit he did his shit so shout out to him number two firestarter i don't want to talk about that number one halloween ends i don't want to talk about that either simply due to the fact that it was a Corey cunningham movie this was not about michael myers this was about Corey cunningham and Lori, whatever the fuck her name's granddaughter's uh whatever whatever i was disappointed with this film this was a romance horror. Rom- <sighs> okay. Yeah, but I don't explain my hatred of, of Thor, Love and Thunder. My, di- You know, I don't want to talk. I don't. You know what? Fuck it. Fuck everything. You know what I'm going to do? You know what? I'm just going to just call it a night. I'm just going to say have a great New Year's. Hopefully next year we're, we'll do some more shit on, on this podcast. This year's been amazing on this podcast. For, so for everyone who've watched, fuck, I'm stupid. To everyone who's, who's been listening to me this entire year or from the beginning of time, I've even made this damn thing. Thank you, fucker. Thank you. And I hope next year you, you come back and, and listen to some more. Hopefully... You know, hopefully you feel me like I ain't got time for this shit. Look, I love you so much. I love you very, very, very fucking much. And I mean that. So without being said, happy new years. And hopefully in case if I don't see you, good afternoon, good evening and good night. <laughs> Motherfucker!